Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Ola. Good day, listeners. Um, my name is Ola Ajidaun. I feel privileged again to share God's word with you. May we all be richly blessed as we all listen today. Let us pray. Lord, we just thank you. Father, we just, like Jeremiah said, Heath, O Heath, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Father, we just speak today that Heath will hear the word of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, that you would speak to us. We all look up in expectation. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title of my message today, uh, it's a long one. Your eyes are they better than Leah's, Jacob's wife. You know the story. Jacob had two wives. There was Rachel and there was Leah. So um, I have two main Bible passages. Uh, the first one is in Genesis chapter 29, verse 16 to 17. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes. But Rachel has a lovely figure and was beautiful. I know other versions of the Bible translations depict this in different ways. I have to acknowledge that. But I'm using the NIV here. And the second part of it is um, Genesis 29 verses 31 to 35. In the interest of time, I won't read it. I would reference it during the course of my message. But the context is um, as Leah began to give birth. But let me read the first two verses, if I can. Genesis 29 verses 31 to 35, New International Version. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved... He enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben. For she said, it's because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. She conceived again when she gave birth to a son. She said, because the Lord has, the Lord had them not love, she gave me this one too. So she named him Simeon. Again, now she named him Simeon. Again, she she conceived. When she gave birth to a son, she said, Now at last, my husband will become attached to me because I've born him three sons. So he was named Levi. 
she conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, This time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. So the first part of my message is, uh, Leah was enabled, but when the Lord saw Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. It appears that for a time, both Leah and Rachel were childless. Then God, because of the hatred towards Leah, enabled her to bear children. We could however see by the son's name that she was still competing for the husband's love. That was the vocal point of her existence. Applied from the Bible's account was not a pleasant one based on the fact that Jacob never really wanted to marry her. She wanted acceptance. She wanted her husband's love. Every woman deserves that. May I say she was right to pursue that. We see this desire in naming our sons. Reuben, surely my husband will love me now. Um, she, she conceived again. She gave birth to his son because the Lord has said, and give me this one too. You could see she conceived now my husband will become attached to me. You know, you could see then she now gave birth to Judah. She said, now I will praise the Lord. When I read that beat, I was so excited and finally she got it. Then I went to the next chapter. I see that she went back into that same trend. In fact, when Rachel gave a servant to Jacob, she did too. She now went ahead to have two more sons and a daughter. And these are their names. Issachar, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. Sebulon, God has presented me with a precious gift. This time my husband will treat me with honor because I have borne him six sons. So it continued. She, she, the focus of her existence was her husband. And she was right. I really feel for her. However, this is where I'm going. The Holy Spirit pointed my attention to the import of Genesis 29, 16 and 17. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. It was the hatred and lack of affection towards her that prompted God to give her sons ahead of Rachel. God wanted to console her. God was saying, they may hate you, but I love you. Why she acknowledges that in person, overridingly, she never really absorbed that it would appear. It was more of my husband, my husband. And she has a right to. I'm not in any way saying she doesn't. That was stronger. My question would be, it appears the fact that Jacob was not in our corner was stronger than the fact that God was in our corner. That God favored and enabled her. Could she have led a different life if she adjusted her perspective to see, acknowledge, and enjoy the fact that God loved her, favored her, enabled her, and took her side in the whole proceedings? Can we with due respect figuratively say, indeed, she had weak eyes. Her perspective was not full, was not rounded. This was somebody that God was saying, hey, I love you, look up here. But she never really absorbed that. 
The Bible says Leah had weak eyes. The weak eyes, I know I, I'm just taking it figuratively. That could she, could, did she really see that God was in her corner? Let us compare her to another person called Mary. Mary was just told that she's going to have a son. She fully knows the implication of what was coming. Her husband is going to abandon her. She might be stoned. When she visited um, her relative Elizabeth, she gave the beautiful songs of Mary. My soul magnifies the Lord. That's, those are good highs. The highs that does not focus on all the problems. That focuses on what God is doing. Let us look at God in Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says the whole, everything was in chaos. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God paused and saw the light was good. Now, by the time that I said that, every other thing else was in chaos. But that did not stop him to say, I've got the light and this is good. My point how good are your eyes? How good are your perspective? Do you focus on the wrong things? Do you do like God? Even if, even the land, the water may still be all over the face of the heart. There may still be mess all, all around, but I've got the light. Light is good. And God said, and God saw the light and it was good. Genesis 1.31. And God eventually saw everything and God said it was good. You, a lot of us cannot say it is good until we see everything as good. Those are Leah's eyes. Are your eyes better than Leah's? I mean, figuratively now, how good is your perspective? Do you see everything that is wrong about your spouse? You see everything that is wrong about your children? You see everything that is wrong about your job, that is wrong about your life, but the light is there. Do you see the light? Are you going to talk like God? I see the light and it is good. That's it. Are your eyes better than Leah's eyes? Do you know that God is in your corner? You are favored of God. Or what man says rules better than what God says about you? Are your eyes better than Leah's? God bless you. The psalmist says, and I'm going to be rounding up on this, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. Lift up your eyes to the hills. Focus. Jesus said, if your eyes is single, your whole body will be full of light. God asked Jeremiah, what do you see? Please today, I come to you. It's a season. This is actually a Thanksgiving message. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings and see what God has done. Are your eyes better than Leah's eyes? Figuratively. Are your perspective well-rounded? You are favored. You are blessed. You are loved. God bless you. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much for that word, Brother Ola. The word of God that you just heard, it encouraged us, admonished us, and strengthened us. Are your, are your eyes better than the eyes of Leah, the, the wife of Jacob? What is your perspective? 
God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. One with God, we say, is a majority. As long as he's by your side, you will always have victory and you are loved. And maybe you're listening to us today and you've not yet come uh, to receive that love of God. You've not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's so simple. All you need to do is to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and receive him as your Lord and Savior. So could you pray with me today? Lord Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I will serve you today for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Friend, if you prayed that prayer, it's just that simple. You are a child of God. Please connect with us. The announcer will come on shortly. Write to us. Email us. Call us. We have some resources and materials we'll love to send your way. God bless you. Until next time, this is Brother Kenny standing in for Pastor Joe. We love you. See you next time. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.